You are now listening to Sis Stop Podcast. Join me, Belle, as I preach growing up Latin, life's lessons, sex, relationships, and the pursuit of living your best life. Let's start the show. There's a lot go over and yeah. Hey guys, it's Belle back for another episode. So if you are a longtime listener, first time listener, in between somewhat, um, just coming to check it out right now. Welcome. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Um, ew, not like Wendy Williams. I'm sorry. I don't like her. She has a thing with Beyonce. And anyway, so guys, a lot has changed. Um, I figured that I should address some of it. If you did not see my Instagram live video on my personal page at Yo Soy Bella, please go ahead and go check that out. If you want, I'm not going to force you to go to my page. I addressed it there because I did have some listeners inbox me. So as you may notice right now, Claudia is not with us. So let me start very briefly and just go an overview. This will be the only time I do talk about it. Um, on air, um, aside from that video that I told y'all, so I can make a statement, which sounds hilarious. Like, really? Okay, where to begin? Last Monday, um, Claudia and I had some some words with each other. Overall, I am just going to chalk it up to creative differences. I'm not going to get messy with it. That is still my sister. So it's just kind of like, please respect that whole boundary thing, which, oh my God, I know how celebrities feel like, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, though, that is still my sister. And I decide to not have all of everything that happened and how it happened. No, 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 no. We are not going to do all that here. Okay. So unfortunately, the tea is lukewarm. But yeah, so we did have a conversation Monday. I felt like our relationship was suffering because of it. it literally, I felt like it like, um, of course, you know, Claudia and I have both been like dealing with our own shit throughout the summer and whatnot. And then just, you know, currently dealing with our own shit and life happens. I felt like this podcast and the disagreements we were having were really affecting our relationship. And if you've been a listener from the very, very beginning, I met Claudia nine years ago. And while I did not try to find Claudia and know and, you know, continue to get to know each other and be fucking sisters like we are to lose her over a podcast not that I you know we it's not that we both don't think the podcast matters but in the big and grander scheme of things our sisterhood our family our relationship is far more superior to make sure that you know we have each other in that aspect so we are no longer um hosting the podcast together although I know that she is going to work on things um, so keep a lookout for that. Maybe she'll be a guest on this podcast. Um, we can have her, you know, come and talk about what she's been doing. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not saying, bitch, get the fuck off. No, I'm just like, hey, time's right. Come say hello to the people. I'm sure they would love to hear from you. And that's that. So yeah, if you've noticed, if you're li- obviously if you're listening now, you also see that our faces literally are not plastered all over fucking social media. Instagram was automatically deleted. So I made a new Instagram 
at sis.pod, P-O-D. If you are not following, go follow us or me. I'm, it's going to take some time to get used to saying me and not us because, you know, it was always us. Isn't that ironic? Because I would always just say me and not include her, but now it's like us. So let's discuss some new changes. Obviously, the logo is different. I went for a simple, sleek look right now. I also, and then this is all because I wanted to keep running and I didn't want there to be a time span to where we weren't running because we already had took a break during the summer. And then before that, like, you know, all the shit that was going on, like there was already a break there and it's like, oh my God. And it's just like one thing after the fuck another, right? And so I didn't want to just stop. <laughs> Sis, stop. <laughs> yeah, the logo's different. Our faces aren't on it. My face isn't on it. I also went ahead and changed up the wording or punctuations, if you will, of Sis Stop because it used to say Sis, comma, stop, exclamation mark. I literally took off the, I just took off the punctuations and it's just Sis Stop. That choice was just made just because. In all honesty, there was no like deeper reason to it or anything like that. I just thought like, you know what? It Well, you know what? I did notice that it was affecting people who were trying to find us on the interwebs and in the podcast, you know, on different podcast platforms, you know, those were affecting it. And so I was like, you know what? What better time to make some changes is right now. So there's that. Well, the website for Sysstop is currently being revamped. I am working on it right now to include a guest form and everything will be in our, in my, (laughs) in my, uh, Instagram bio in the link tree. So feel free to keep checking those out. And obviously I'm going to blast it out when it's there. Currently there is no Facebook. There is no Twitter. I am going to be working on that. There's just so many things that I am, you know, having to change and, you know, just, I mean, I hope you get it. Like, you know, it's literally almost like a breakup, like breaking up in in a relationship. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. You know what? I fucking understand boy bands now. You know how? OK, so when NSYNC separated, obviously fucking Justin took off and did a solo career, which I am thankful for. But at the same time, he's a fucking asshole. And I will get into more of that on another episode on how I know he's an asshole from not my experience. But from my husband's personal experience in working with Justin Timberlake. So I know how boy bands feel. They break up. Creative differences. No, um, it's hard to work in a team. Like, don't get me wrong. Shit. Everybody has views and shit. So whatever. Anyway, let's see where are we. At? Oh, and currently right now, I have some people working on some music for me for a new intro. So be on the lookout because that's going to be bomb as fuck too. Okay. <laughs> guys i i'm gonna be completely honest right now i'm a little tipsy um i did a little sunday fun day i'm honestly recording this the day before and uh, yeah on my new computer what it just let me tell you a good time was had all around this sunday with all this change that's happening to the podcast i thought what better way to discuss change and throw it into an episode instead of you hearing about all the not drama because I mean it's not really drama it's just like we're not host we're not doing this hosting bit together but like what better way to you know have a an episode and talk about change and dealing with our shit and going into unexpected change in our lives because that shit happens all the time I for one can attest to unexpected changes happening 
in all capacities of my life, you know, it sometimes it's like great change. Like, whoo, this bitch got a raise. This bitch got a new job. That's what I'm talking about. Or damn, I just got some shit on a bomb ass sale. Let's see, that's me talking because I fucking adore shopping. But like what happens when you end up having to get demoted at work, which personally I never have, but I do know people who have been. And, and you know, it's really, really hard and it takes a toll not only on just like, you know, one, every your coworkers knowing because shit, they talk, but it also takes a toll on, you know, yourself and the confidence you feel at work. And it's like, fuck, I fucking suck ass at work. Like, apparently I'm not doing my job. I got demoted to losing your job. I know a ton of people that have lost their jobs right now due to COVID, which is very, very unfucking fortunate. I know a lot of artists out there that are, I know they always, you know, in general, it's always said, oh, I'm a starving artist. Legit, I have people that I know and I hold near and dear to my heart that are starving artists because they're trying to find any kind of work right now. And it's just not the same, you know, from singers to bands to dancers to um, burlesque dancers, you know, um, bartenders, some bartenders are just not working because, you know, and if you're in Austin, you know that right now bars aren't open if they're not over, if they're not serving 51% food over alcohol, according to the TABC. So a lot of people are struggling and that is 100% unexpected fucking change. Also just getting news about your health. You know, you go see a doctor, you do labs and you're like, oh, it's going to be fine. Next thing you fucking know, you have lupus. Hello, I'm saying that from experience because what? I was going to have surgery prior to the twins and then I end up fucking finding out doing routine blood work that I've done literally twice a year, like clockwork since I was 22 years old and I'm 33. So for 10 fucking years, I'm here doing this blood work. And then all of a sudden you need to go see an oncologist because you have lupus. It's like, what the fuck? That was totally unexpected. Literally. When it comes to also unexpected changes, that's very, very sad, sad, sad. Like, I think all of it's sad when it's horrible, you know, news. But, you know, losing somebody, death, trying to grieve. These changes are not easy to accept, especially right now. In the times we are living in, COVID is really taking a, you know, a toll on everybody. Funerals can't be hold the same. You can't, you know they're not I've known I don't know them personally but within my family um my extended family I you know there's been a couple of deaths from COVID and they can't grieve the way they want to and you know if you're from a Latin household or I mean okay seriously I think it is a a thing for minorities to where like somebody passes it's a celebration of their life and you're together with your whole fucking family and after the funeral y'all eat and you know there's all for me there's all the sweet bread and there's the barbecue like it's a whole like cookout type thing you fucking can't do that now you just can't COVID and with that being said I wanted to talk about the tragic tragic unfortunate and untimely death of Chadwick Boseman aka Black Panther aka 42 aka james brown and get on up which was fucking fantastic by the way i'm a huge like motown soulful person i really think that i was born too late like i should have been born then but then again i probably like i don't know who i am probably would not have been accepted but 
nonetheless, I love Motown. So like I was saying, Chadwick, when I saw on my Instagram that he passed away, it was like six minutes breaking news. I was legit in tears. I'm not going to lie. I was in fucking tears because, you know, I honestly first saw him as Black Panther. I didn't know him in 42. I didn't know him in um, Get On Up, the James Brown movie. I did not, or any of his other works at that. I didn't know him from there, but I knew him as Black Panther. And when I tell you, I was extremely moved by his performance in Black Panther and just with all within the uh, Marvel Universe, because I'm very, very big into the Marvel Universe in those comics. It broke my heart. It broke my heart too, also when Kobe died, but like this really just oh it fucking hurt guys and I know 100% a lot of people listening can agree like damn that was a stab to the heart um but what was even like just wilder was learning that he died from colon cancer he gave us so many great performances and put so many great creative ideas together and out there and gave back to the community all while he was Really, he was suffering and he was going through his own pain and trying to heal and chemotherapy and surgery after surgery and not telling anybody. It was to learn that I was like, my God, this man is so freaking humble. It's ridiculous. Like he had the biggest heart, bigger than what you would think. He gave his all for the short amount of time that he was here. And I 100% appreciate everything he did for, I mean, I obviously didn't know him personally, but I am learning more as we go on in life and the days keep going, learning more about the things that he did in his community, the things he did for the children that are suffering with cancer, um, how he treated his coworkers, like that, literally that, you know, legacy lives on for me more than like Black Panther, I'm always one to think about how somebody treats another person. And that is why like, I personally live by now, because let me tell you, it's taken me a while to get here to treat others how you want to be treated. And if they don't treat you kindly back, still treat them with respect and kindness, which I get on edge at times. Oh, a lot of times. It's not easy. I still practice this. It's not like I got it, Belle. You have it down. No, I don't have it down. Okay. But nonetheless, like, wow, just the legacy and the, you know, legend that he is now. You know, he is now one of the ancestors. And I, you know, I'm at a loss for words. But this also comes with, like I was saying, unexpected change. Um, rest in peace or rest in power. You will always be our king, Chadwick. Always. Wakanda forever but back to unexpected change like how does one come and deal with the unexpected bad news because when it comes to happy news and learning about I got a raise I got a promotion oh I got to do you know good things people know how to adjust to those kind of things like I don't have a problem with someone telling me like hey here's 500 bucks oh shit okay thank you like Okay, I see you. Thank you. I'm sending you a Christmas card. No. When it comes to receiving bad news of any kind, what does it take to try and process it 
because it's a whole lot like having to go through like the 12 steps, you know, and guys, trust me, it's taken some time for me to get to where I am to just kind of move on because a couple of episodes ago, Claudia, or I think the very first one Claudia had joined back in season two, she had said, I don't know how you are operating life just because, you know, the loss of the twins and, you know, I grieved. I allowed myself to, well, I still think I'm still grieving. That's a whole nother topic, but I allowed myself time to feel what I wanted to feel. And then I just kind of up and picked up and kept moving. And it's like a lot of people don't grieve like that. And that is totally okay. Or people don't handle bad news the way I do, which, okay, you can tell me like, bam, you have lupus. Fuck. Legit. When I got that phone call, I cried for like three hours. And then I was like, okay, cool. What appointments do I need to make? What do I need to do? Let's get shit done. I'm about let's get shit done and let's progress and let's keep it moving. So first off, change, it happens. It's ever coming. It's everlasting. However you want to see it. It's a part of life. Um, How we can learn to accept change is there's a multitude of different ways. And these are just some tips and some a little insight to how I think. And, you know, you may have different opinions of whatever I have to say which is a-okay with me. I don't give a fuck. No, (laughs) but honestly, I wanted to share these because I thought they were extremely important. So like I said, change always happens, but it's how we handle things. First off, what I would say is you need to understand that change is a part of life. Our mindset to willingly accept change makes us evolve as a person and will help us develop and transform alongside it. So as something unexpected comes up and something happens where we have to change our daily routine or any aspect of our life, Learning to accept it is actually going to help us in the long run when things do come along, because like I said, they're always going to happen. It's just going to be how you handle them. And yes, they're going to transform us and they'll transform us for the better if you let it transform you for the better. And I'm all about being a better person. Now, this is one that I absolutely fucking hate, but it's really, really fucking true. Every situation, no matter what it is, even if it isn't good, happens for a reason at that specific point in time. Yeah, I know you're probably like, Belle, shut the fuck up. Like, no, 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 no. Y'all, it does. Like, my divorce happened for a reason. Because I wouldn't have met Adam. I wouldn't have gone through so many life experiences in between there and to where I'm at right now that wouldn't have taken place if I was still married to jackass number one. Let's be real. So, It happens for a reason. At the time, did not seem like it was fair. Fucking hated life. It, you know, it just really didn't seem fair. Why the fuck is this happening to me? This is not okay. My life is over. Blah, blah, blah. No, it happened for a reason. That's one of the biggest situations that happened in my life where I was like, that's where I really learned on how to pick up and rebuild, which I can definitely talk more about that another time. I would love to bring in some other people to speak on how they deal with change and, you know, breakups or divorces like that, like that would be amazing. So I am emotional. I may not seem like it because I'm actually a thug at heart, but no, I am emotional. And rather than letting these destructive emotions, like worries, tension and stress, because all it does is call for cause further distress on me. What I do is I attempt to handle the situation with common sense 
it is so hard to take emotion out of things. But in all honesty, you fucking need to. If you can't handle things with common sense and you're going to make decisions based off emotion, that is extremely, extremely bad, especially, oh my, what if I would have handled this podcast situation with all my emotions? I could have ruined my sistership, my sisterhood with my sister. You know, so you really have to think before you talk. You can always talk about it with somebody else. I actually encourage that. I talk to Adam about things. I will talk to my close friends about things. I will talk to my littlest sister about things. You know, I'll talk to Claudia about stuff and get their opinions on it and be like, okay, real talk. Am I being too emotional? Am I being petty? Am I being a bitch? Like, is this not right? Should I take this out if I'm sending a text message or if I'm thinking of something to say, should I say this to that person? Because I don't know, it may, you know, I know that it sounds bad, but I feel like I need to fucking tell them. So I'm real, but I always progress with just keeping in mind, like, is this really going to fucking bite me in the ass later? Like, is it worth saying like, well, bitch, first off, you like to make things all about you. And then it's like, oh, hold on. Wait, is that true? Is that how I feel? You know, so think before you speak and talk about it with other people. And when I say talk about it with other people, I am not one to want to blast my, I don't want to say drama because I don't have drama, but my little, <laughs> I was going to say entanglements, but that's a whole Will and Jada type of thing. I mean, shit, August is over. Um, But if I feel like I need some advice, I'm going to go to the people that I, I know, keep my shit hush hush. Another thing is, guys, y'all need to be open-minded to change and find the positives from the changed situation. This takes time to build upon. So it's not going to happen overnight, but making baby steps and progressing. I absolutely believe that if you just become a little more open-minded to the situation at hand, you, you know, it's, it's just going to be easy to accept and, you know, come to really, but also investigate why you don't like the change. Like why, Okay, so why don't you like, let's just say your boss got fired or your boss is being replaced. Why don't you like that? Were you close to your boss? Did you like their work ethic? Were y'all just like really good friends and y'all used to bullshit and now you got to fucking work? Like what what about that don't you like? Maybe your best friend's moving and that is a really big change because you're used to seeing them all the time. What don't you like about them moving? You know, and then also just like I said before previously, Try to find some positivities. Bitch, they're moving to Florida. Now you get to travel when it's non-COVID time. You got a spot to crap. <laughs> like seriously. Investigate why you don't like the change. But then think about it. Is it merely just the unknown of fear that's bothering you? Because I am one for, and I will say it a lot. I don't like not knowing. I like knowing what's going to happen next. So that's why, you know, when change happens, I'm like, oh my God what and so which is why I'm like let me pass some of the things that help me with unexpected change help people that I know people that listen to me people maybe tune me out but they're gonna think about it hey that one crazy bitch said this that one time about change and that is actually a good idea I hope somebody says that about me one day I don't know so a lot of times you won't be able to use those tips that I gave you but at times you're just gonna have to accept whatever's happening to you whatever cards have been dealt with you're gonna have to accept them and move on in the best way you possibly can 
whether that's surrounding yourself with friends, taking time out for yourself, shopping, dancing, singing, taking a solo car ride to the, you know, you know, the nearest town, taking it, if you live in Austin, taking a drive out to Dallas, taking a drive to Bucky's, going to Houston, going to San Antonio, go, drive through the hill country, jam out to some fucking good ass music. I prefer WAP right now by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. You know, <laughs> it's put me in a great mood right now. But seriously, you're going to need to accept whatever's happening to you and learn to move on the best possible way you can. It's not easy. You know, as life goes on, I think that we all do develop some kind of coping mechanism on how to handle this change. Although some coping mechanisms can be toxic. And for one of them, and I know, and I'm only going to speak about this one because I know this one personally, is bottling up emotions because I am known and I do because I will keep my emotions and stuff to myself. I will bottle everything up. And then all of a sudden, one day I'm going to explode like a Coke with a Mentos in it. Is that healthy? No, it's not healthy at all. Not at all. I know that. And I recognize that at the same time, I'm trying to move away from that, but I still do it. So learn what you're coping mechanisms are and then reevaluate them to see if they may be toxic change is the basis of worldly life and therefore we must comply with it whether we like it or not guys life gives us lemons but we need to learn how to make lemonade out of it okay and speaking of making lemonade y'all i want to say happy birthday belated because i did not post it on the podcast last week beyonce whoo she turned 39 years old And let me just tell you, Beyonce, I am extremely grateful for your existence, Mama Tina and Matthew. I am so glad that you procreated and made such a wonderful, beautiful human being, the goddess that is um, my Lord and Savior, Beyonce Giselle Nose Carter. Um, Thank you. No, but in all honesty, guys, it was Beyonce's birthday and I was so fucking excited on Friday. It was it's not my birthday, but I celebrated like it was Beyonce's birthday along with a lot of the other Bay Hive. They sure did. Um, also Friday, I don't know who else watched Mulan, but this girl did. I watched it with Adam. I watched it with my youngest sister, Narissa, aka Big Worm. And y'all, it was fucking incredible. I don't know. You know, if you've seen it, let me know. Let me know what you think. What did you miss? I missed Mushu, <laughs> Mushu, Mushi, Mushu whatever you know I didn't I did enjoy all the nods to the songs that were you know in the cartoon version and fun fact I've never seen the cartoon version of Mulan and I'm gonna have to make my husband watch it with me so that being said um guys this is the first episode of many to come with many special guests Um, I got a lot of surprises in the works for you guys. And yeah, like I'm here. Let's do it. Um, I want to continue this conversation on change, though, with whoever would love to continue talking about it and go to the Instagram page, Sis Stop Pod, and let me know if you have any tips, any tricks to deal with change. I mean, hey, we just changed from summer to the beginning of fall so what better way to talk about the seasons of change 
with learning how to accept them. We can't change what's out of our hands, but we can learn to accept how to deal with them and manage our emotions. Whoa, I just like dropped some like, oh my God, I feel like the Dalai Lama right now. I love y'all. Thanks for following me. Thanks for continuing to show the love and support and the, you know, amount of, you know, just love I've received. I feel like I'm extremely positive in the direction that I'm going to go from here on out. And let's do this fucking thing. Woo! See y'all later, guys.